Happy Teacher Appreciation Week, teachers. This episode is going to hit home. It triggers me when reflecting back on the many years of working long and hard hours, preparing lessons, and keeping all of my students in mind, equally having conferences and endless amounts of conversation with parents, definitely working beyond my contracted hours week after week, all while feeling unappreciated in some form or fashion. Does this resonate with you? It is time to kick that awful feeling out of our personal space. I have had to find ways to stay motivated at work, especially when feeling underappreciated from the students, parents, admin, school personnel, or even the school district. It is time to be in control. It's time to be self-motivated instead of relying on others for validation of the hard work that you do. I can't wait to encourage you, spark some joy in your life, and simply appreciate you for the hard work you do day in and day out. You are listening to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. Learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. With a passion for literacy and supporting teachers, here's your host, Megan Polk from Miss P's Style. Welcome back to The Literacy Dive podcast, where we chat all things reading and writing, most of the time. While I love discussing literacy content, I do make some exceptions like right now. Before I dive in, I want to give you a heads up that if you are not following my Instagram page at Miss P's Style, or if you are not a subscriber to my emails or a member of my private upper elementary literacy Facebook group, you will want to be looped in to one, if not all, of those. Through these mediums, I'm going to be sharing some awesome deals, giveaways, and other fun things planned to celebrate and to appreciate you. You can find the ways to connect with me in the show notes. This all goes down beginning today. This episode is dedicated to sharing actionable tips to staying motivated, even when you feel like you just want to throw in the towel. I would often say to people, I'm a teacher. What's your superpower? This is so true, though. No matter if you have only been teaching one year, five years, 15 years, or if you have retired from teaching, you gain those special superpowers the second you sign your name on that teaching contract. Teaching is hard. It seems like no year is the same. I for sure have never had the same groups of students ever in my career of teaching. The workload feels like it piles up each and every year. It feels like teachers can never catch a break. There is always something. This is not a profession where you can turn your teacher brain off. Sure, you can physically leave work at school and you can vow not to check your email until the next morning, but I can't say that my brain completely ever 100% disengaged with all of the tasks and all of the things on my teacher plate. So you end up finding yourself eating, sleeping, breathing, teaching, mainly as a way to survive and to ensure that you are providing your students with the best education as possible. This is in a normal school year. So then you add on a pandemic. 
I can remember the first day of distance learning back in 2020. I had no clue how I would truly reach the students who did log on, but lo and behold, I got creative. I carried the emotional burden of the state of my students that never logged on. Teachers have superpowers. Teachers get the work done, and it is something that no one in a different profession could ever do. Only you can. Yet, where is the appreciation? Sometimes you go days and weeks without a thank you, without other affirming words, without a physical token of appreciation. A teacher's life has totally changed from what was, yet the districts are adding more expectations to your plate. It is true that some people are indeed intrinsically motivated and have no problem tackling those difficult work tasks, regardless of whether or not they get recognition for it. But not everyone is wired that way. Many people cannot stand to be underappreciated when putting in hours and hours of time and hard work. Feeling appreciated makes a person feel safe. It makes a person feel energized. It has a direct correlation, I feel, with someone's overall performance and their stress levels. Now, um, I heard this scenario once at a training about motivation, and it said something along the lines of, if you were to take two people in the same role and you give one of them a bonus, let's say $2,000, if you were to give someone $2,000 for their hard work and another person a five-minute talk on how much you appreciate their hard work and what they mean to the company, which individual do you think would walk away feeling more motivated to succeed. Now, contrary to popular belief, it is not the person that walked away with the $1,000 or $2,000 bonus. It is actually the person who was verbally told that they're appreciated, and that person is going to be more motivated. So here we are in a season where it is Teacher Appreciation Week, and although I feel like this week should be every single week of the school year, There is a week that's dedicated for it, and it is right now. So here are some practical things that you can do to stay motivated, even if you're feeling unappreciated. The first thing that you can do is to motivate yourself with goals. You have the ability and the capacity to set your own goals and then can find joy in accomplishing them. You can begin building your self-appreciation muscle which I think I just made that up, but a self-appreciation muscle, which also fosters internal motivation. Setting your own goals and tracking your own progress is a great way to stay motivated and to see the changes that you are making. You can create a visual representation of whatever it is that you want to track, and that's going to help you to see how your work is making a difference. For instance, you could color in a hundreds chart or a graph, make a bar graph that shows every time you've, let's say, communicated with a parent. That is going to show that you are invested with the families of your students, and it's a great feeling to see that you're making a difference with your efforts. You could do the same thing to track how many times you're checking in with students or how often you accomplished a certain goal or task that you're setting for yourself when it comes to your role as a teacher. So making goals can definitely motivate you 
And if no one is telling you, great job for contacting all those families, because you see how many boxes are shaded in on a hundreds chart, and you're seeing how many families you talk to in a short amount of time, that is going to be enough internal appreciation that you're giving yourself for doing a job that is well done and possibly more communication than others might have given. Now, how many of you like rewards? This is something that I love to do whenever I'm feeling unappreciated, and that is to reward myself. Now, I love a good reward, and a great way to stay motivated is to ensure that you're rewarding and appreciating yourself. It starts at home. Sure, you may not get a thank you card or a small gift for Teacher Appreciation Week or on other weeks of the school year when you're working really, really hard, but you can certainly appreciate yourself. Now, for years, I can remember rewarding myself for accomplishing my own goals that I set. When I completed running records for all of my students and I could physically turn in the goal sheet of where my students were at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, or at the end of the year, I would have a reward attached to that goal. Now, my admin and my appraisers were not giving me some type of gift for getting that job done, but that was hard work. So I would celebrate and appreciate myself. Now, I would buy a new set of my favorite pens, I would take myself to a happy hour to celebrate, or I might purchase a new book that I would want to share with my class. It does not have to be something big, just something enough to say, self, I appreciate you for your hard work and your dedication to this job. I have even purchased several $10 gift cards to my favorite places, and I place them into a brown paper lunch bag. When I have finished a goal, no matter what season I'm in or what that goal is for my job, when I finish a goal and I feel like I want to say thank you to myself, I would choose blindly from this brown paper lunch bag. And whatever gift card I took out, I would go to that place after work and I would splurge a little on myself. But literally, just a little because it was only 10 bucks. But it was fun for me. And I have implemented this with a team that I was on before. We would each write a message in a card and would have a $10 maximum to purchase whatever incentive we wanted. And then we would trade gifts of appreciation for our hard work. So it was something to look forward to. It was something that we could do as a team together. And when no one was telling us, thank you, and we appreciate your hard work and you're working day in and day out, we would have each other. But if you don't have a team that you can do that with, there is a tip right there that I've already mentioned about how you can do that for yourself. Focusing on small victories. We have all experienced those days where anything that can go wrong does go wrong. Our technology fails us, the printer jams right when you're in need of the copies for a lesson, you drop your coffee all down your white shirt, or a student accidentally bumps your table to knock it onto the floor. Your genius idea gets recognized as someone else's doing. Can you relate? That can be just enough to stunt your motivation. So on days like this, I would find it super helpful to search for small victories. You are looking for one small thing that can trump everything else that has gone wrong. For instance, when the technology fails and you have to pivot, 
you're going to celebrate the fact that you crushed that lesson even without the technology. You are a champion. You're going to celebrate the fact that so many people are going to benefit from your idea, even if you didn't get the credit. You are changing lives, and that idea was good enough to make it on the agenda to be shared. Maybe your students bombed the test, but they got those two main idea and supporting details questions correct. Your mini lessons and consistent practice played a part in that success. Way to go, teacher. I literally tell those things to myself whenever I'm just having one of those kinds of days. I will focus on really small victories. Literally. Focusing on small victories helps me each day, and I know that I am making a difference, even if no one is recognizing me or actually telling me that I am. When you look for small victories, you are forcing your brain to no longer automatically default to negativity in an undesired situation. You can train your brain to instead become more aware of the positive that is happening and you can be your own cheerleader. This next way that I like to encourage myself when I'm thinking about motivating myself and just appreciating myself is to recognize the significance of my work. A lot of people feel underappreciated and not valued because they fail to see the significance of their work. While people would love for others around them to convey the significance and shower them with compliments, it often does not happen that way. If you find that you aren't getting any support in this area, unfortunately, I have found that it is up to you to take the time to do your own self-reflection. You are not just writing a lesson plan. You are developing a formula that is going to impact several students and will provide background knowledge into their brain bank. This knowledge will be transferred into future scenarios, which will help them with problem solving and life skills. You are providing them with experiences that they may have never received prior. They will be able to go home and share this information learned with family and with younger siblings. Other teachers will observe that lesson as they're walking past your classroom and they'll see it from the hallway. Or another student in your class might be talking about what they learned. And that sparked the attention of a teacher who is now asking you, what did you do in that lesson? So now you can impact more teachers and more students from that lesson plan. You are making a difference. See, you are not just writing a lesson plan. When you think past the literal and the simple and you dig deeper, This thinking is going to help you to fully appreciate the value of your work. It'll give you the boost that you may not have had before and the boost that's going to move you forward. You can literally try this mindset shift with just about any task or objective within your day-to-day expectations. Okay, This next way of something that I have done before in my own experience, I'm really excited to share with you because it's so simple, but it gives me just the appreciation that I need. And that is asking for direct feedback. Now, while this seems like something pertaining to adults, I can admit that I have loved doing this feedback retrieval with my students. Why? 
because those are the people I work hard for each and every day. Basically, it can be something as simple as, what did you like best about today? What did you like most about the book or from the lesson? You can tailor your questions to where the feedback is positive, which will give you all the positive feels that you need inside. When these direct responses are coming from your students, it gives you the drive to continue working hard knowing that you're impacting your kiddos. You could very well incorporate this with your team as well. Maybe every Friday, you all write one positive thing that you want to share with another member on your team. Almost like a gotcha card that we use with our students when you catch a student doing something kind or doing something great or doing something unexpected. So this helps adults too. Maybe intentionally pay attention to something you notice about a coworker and in return, they can be doing the same thing. You will leave at the end of each long week with three to four positive comments, which should leave you feeling appreciated. It is super important to recognize that a lot of what I'm sharing does require initiative. It requires someone taking the reins to create this culture, but ultimately it will help you gain some of the recognition that you do deserve. And that brings me into this next way that you can be able to gain this motivation and also share your appreciation, and that is by paying it forward. You can offer others with the words and the actions that you find that you yourself needs. Let that turn into a domino effect. Make it a goal to try to increase the morale within your team and even within the school. Anyone can do this, meaning this initiative is not just for the admin team or for those in leadership. I was actually part of what my school called the Sunshine Committee, and our goal was to spread sunshine around the school. We implemented events around holidays for birthdays. We created snack attacks where every grade level had a certain day of the month, and they would go around and surprise everyone in the school building with some type of snack. So there's so many things that we could do. We brought fun to our staff meetings. We did giveaways. We did games. There was so much that we could do just to lift the morale, especially when teachers are overworked and underappreciated. Here are a few other ideas that you could think about doing when it comes to paying it forward or to being able to implement some of these actions. You could make it a point to go out of your way to say something nice about one coworker per day. It could be something as simple as saying, you did a really nice job on that lesson today. You should be so proud. Imagine how you would feel if someone out of the blue came up and said something to you. You're going to feel so good inside and eventually you're going to become inclined to start paying that forward. People like to feel needed. When asking someone for help, make sure that you're explaining that you specifically sought them out because you know that they're good at XYZ. Maybe it's going to be, you know what, I know that you have such a great design eye. Do you think that you could help me with trying to figure out how to put these words on this page? If you call out the champion in people, it is going to make their day and it also allows them to feel needed, which is what some people do thrive off of. If you're working on a big project with a team or with the school, consider bringing in coffee or snacks or even ordering lunch one day. 
A physical token of gratitude, like a donut, (laughs) for the hard work can lead to such an instant boost in motivation. It basically shows that I appreciate you for your time. I appreciate you for showing up before school to this meeting. I appreciate you for staying after school and giving your time to help our school move forward. Here is a Starbucks gift card. Here is your favorite smoothie. Here is something that I want to give to you because I simply appreciate you. So this particular paying it forward is not even about you. It is about others. And by making your coworkers feel appreciated in small ways, you can do your part of creating a new culture. You'll notice that acts of appreciation become contagious. Before you know it, an entirely new culture could emerge with motivation and happiness and appreciation. And you will be cashing in on the appreciation that comes out of that as well. I am going to share one final actionable step that you can indeed take if you are feeling underappreciated in this season or at other times of the year. It is super important to assume the best in others. Assume that no one is intentionally underappreciating you. Many times how you're feeling goes unnoticed by others. You turn on the smile, you say, no problem, and then life goes on. People get busy and they get in their own zones and oftentimes they do not recognize that you may feel the way that you feel, especially when your actions may not blatantly and outwardly show it. You cannot assume that others are not valuing you for your hard efforts. If your environment is being affected in such a way that it is no longer life-giving to you, it is okay to use your voice and to speak up. Do not be afraid to do this. Speaking up. There are definitely mature and respectful ways in which you can approach the conversation. You can explain how you are feeling in regards to you feeling like you're not living up to certain expectations. You can offer ways in which you can be motivated to continue being successful. Help others to learn ways in which they can support you versus hurt you. Will this fall on deaf ears? Maybe. But can it also bring awareness and change? You bet. If something is really eating at you, it is worth bringing up and sharing what you need. Hopefully others who interact with you are receptive. Even with no change, it does help to release the feelings that are bottled up inside. That release can make you feel better. I hope your school admin and districts are spoiling you rotten throughout the school year. I hope they are going above and beyond during Teacher Appreciation Week. But if they aren't, just know that there are plenty of ways to encourage motivation despite an overwhelming lack of appreciation in your current job. The key is to foster self-confidence even when nobody else is giving you the encouragement that you crave. It is also vital to do your part in building a workplace culture that prioritizes appreciation. You can do small things to make people feel valued, and you will get the same in return. If you do not have the means or creativity to make your appreciation plan come to life, I bet there are a few people who can make it happen for you at your school. To recap, 
things that you can be able to do just to instill this feeling of motivation and appreciation within yourself, even when you may not be receiving it, is to motivate yourself with goals, to reward yourself. Focus on small victories. Recognize the significance of your work. Ask for direct feedback. Pay it forward and speak out. Once again, make sure that you are following me on Instagram, subscribe to my emails, or a member of my private Facebook group, The Literacy Dive, because I am all about celebrating teachers and I appreciate you for your hard work. I appreciate you for your resilience, your dedication, and the energy that you are giving to students all around the world. You are making a difference. You are of value. You are needed. Never forget that. Thank you for listening to The Literacy Dive. If you would like to connect with Megan, you can find her on Instagram at Miss Peace Style. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes of The Literacy Dive. Until next time.